Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue, with your help, to break the cycle of fake news. We have a lot to discuss. This may be a long episode. One, QAnon is back, or at least a pretender at the throne. Maybe time will tell. Russia says to the U.S., quote, We have found your biological weapons. We also have Russia accusing the U.S. of covering up violations of the 1972 Biological Weapons Convention, wants an international strengthening of bioweapons treaties. Um, they also have a document revealing U.S. Department of Defense funding Ukrainian biolabs. Remember, I've already shown that Obama was behind these labs. Uh, Russia has also released a list of the weaponized bioagents that they were researching, including salmonella, that's a basic, E. coli, of course that's on the list, anthrax, that's a scary one, and the plague. Wow, the plague. Now, the plague isn't as deadly or scary as it used to be, but still, what kind of you know, modified spike protein versions of these things are they working on right along the Russian border, risking nuclear war that we the people did not want, vote for, or pay for. Actually, never mind, we did pay for it. We also have a lot of other depressing news along election fraud, uh, some of the different states bullying people around the issues of masks, Project Veritas with a massive new undercover footage saying... There were a ton of FBI informants amongst the people who attacked the Capitol. That is from a senior New York Times reporter. Sorry about the rain. It's very loud. We're in a storm. Hopefully I can even get this video out today, um, being on satellite and all that. We have the government using uh, people's children against their own parents in, in court settings, uh, leftist children against conservative parents to try to put them in jail to successfully uh, uh, put some January 6 detainees in jail, at least one man. We also have CDC Director Rochelle Walensky admitting that she found out vaccines were effective, for whatever that's worth, not really, by watching CNN. So these are the people that we trust to make the decisions for us. Now that is a very weak excuse for someone that we know knew better, we know had information that these things were poisoning us, we know forcefully squelched, all of them did, all of the alternative cures, all of the uh, early treatments. Um, these people were out to get us, and now they're trying to say, oh, well, I mean, hey, look, I, we didn't know that it wasn't working that well. We just thought it was a cure-all. Now they're playing dumb. We see Trump's plane forced to make an emergency economic, I'm sorry, an emergency landing. Uh, I'm over here reading ahead of myself. And uh, gas, uh, that's where I'm reading economics, gas is hitting 4.29 a gallon. That's up 11 cents in just a 24-hour period as the U.S. oil industry tells Biden, approve our permits so that we can start to pump oil. And to cap it all, uh, cap it all off, a leftist activist is organizing sex ed summer camps for 8 to 10-year-olds in Indiana and will teach, quote, using condoms on oil all insertables and explore sensations to discover what feels good Ugh. this sounds like someone wants to rape a bunch of young kids at summer camp and get paid for it uh, all of this and much more coming up after a short word from our patriot sponsors 
It's a depressing job sometimes, but someone's got to do it. Here we go. Do you love the aroma of a cup of delicious hot coffee to start your day? Mmm, nothing beats it. And with the Great Awakening Coffee, you'll be ready to meet your day with passion. Our specialty is waking people up. And as soon as you taste our coffee, you'll know why. Wake up feeling charged like George Washington with our smooth breakfast blend. Or maybe you're more of a Roosevelt and prefer our cowboy blend. Our set it and forget it program is a hassle-free coffee buying experience backed by our Patriot Promise. Meet your day with passion. TheGreatAwakeningCoffee.com Link in description. NemosNewsNetwork.com Breaking the cycle of fake news. Team Q is back. I don't know if it's the real deal yet, but I will find out eventually. Other than having drinks with Cash Patel and exchanging, you know, retweets and shares with some of the bigger names on Truth Social, this could be the real deal. We don't know. And it would be difficult for the original Q to verify if the website security had been compromised. And frankly, as soon as Joe Biden got into office and took executive authority, any of the privacy shields that they had had before might have been eliminated. In San Diego, California, state regulators stormed several preschools and interrogated young children in private without any familiar adults around as part of a state mask enforcement operation just days before the mandate is set to end. This could be nothing other than trying to make an example or just trying to hurt innocent people. The parents certainly are paying attention. Scott Pressler organizes a voter drive registration at New York gas stations. A brilliant strategy that I think could probably be emulated all around the world. People that may not pay a lick of attention to politics are paying close attention to gas prices. And anyone who goes out to a gas station with a friendly smile and a good manner might just win some allies. Whether that be a Republican voter initiative or perhaps just getting the word out about the news and even other issues. Maybe that's a gateway drug to get them to Nemos News Network where they can find out about how the government's poisoning them with vaccines. Maybe they need an introduction about gas prices to care about politics. January 6 protester Guy Reffitt who recently broke down in court in tears after his own son testified against him, helping the FBI wiretap him and record him in his own home, has now been found guilty of all five felony charges. My prayers and thoughts go to the father, and I have to ask, what kind of soy boy would betray his own father in such a way? But then, that's exactly the kind of brainwashing they are running on all the children now turning them against their parents, telling them to spy on their parents, gun habits, and other things, training them to be activists. Antifa boot camp, as one mother described it on my show. The FBI have pulled another Roger Stone, dragging Proud Boy Chairman Enrique Terrio out of his home at 6 a.m. in his underwear, arresting him despite not even being in D.C. for the January 6th protest. In fact, I recall they banned him from D.C. at the last minute, which doesn't even sound as though it were legal. After all, we have a right to peacefully assemble, 
a right to travel and a right to protest. That violates all three of them. But apparently they found something to try to arrest him with anyway. I've met Enrique. He's a solemn character. Doesn't smile much, doesn't talk much. But he's certainly not a white supremacist. In fact, he's not even white. His only crime is being America first. There's my girl again. Project Veritas undercover sting operation by a good friend of mine, catching a New York Times reporter saying all sorts of juicy things, including this quote, there were a ton of FBI informants among the people who attacked the Capitol. He also went on to call some of his co-workers the B-word, in case there are any children listening, deriding them, making fun of them, and mocking them for their so-called trauma over the events that day. Even he points out they were completely safe. The reason that my friend is the one that gets 90% of these videos, it seems like, at Project Veritas, uh, and they have a lot of other people working, is that she is an incredibly bubbly personality, real short girl, um, very beautiful, and uh, she's, I mean, she's a great talker and very intelligent, so she will chat them right up and just win them over. That's her personality. It's her superpower. And, uh, you know, I've told her if I had that kind of superpower, I would already have, like, been a congressman or something. But, you know, she's really good at it. And I've got to say, she is an asset to the cause. She's out there fighting in the trenches um, away from her own family and children, frankly. And I can't say who she is, but, uh, you know, more power to you, girl. It's like January 6th stuff that is, like, so over at this point. It's so the left's overreaction, the left's reaction to it in some places was so over the top. It was like me and two other colleagues who were there, who were outside. And we were just having fun. Dude, come on. Like, you were not in any danger. Matthew Rosenberg is a Pulitzer Prize winning national security correspondent for the New York Times. In multiple meetings with one of our undercover journalists, Rosenberg reveals a lot about the inner workings and inner turmoil at the Times. For starters, he doesn't hesitate to undermine his own paper's coverage of the events that took place in our nation's capital on January 6, 2021, and chides corporate media's reaction, or in his own words, overreaction. Like, I, you could tell how much fun we had on January 6th. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Are you allowed to have that much fun on January 6th? I, I just want to morning. I know, I know. So, so if you're traumatized. <laughs> but, like, you all these colleagues who are in the building, a little younger, who's like, oh my god, this is so scary. I'm like, oh, God. Is that really the vibe there? From them. I'm like, come yeah. on. Like, it's not the kind of place I can sit tell someone to man up, but I kind of want to. You're like, dude, come on. Like, you were not in any danger. Got an Zola, got an Adam, Goldie, a bunch of people in the tower, um, a bunch of photographers. Then there were people inside the Capitol. Yeah, who's inside? Little, little dweebs who keep going on about the trauma. Like, guys, shut the f and up. I guess it was scarier. Did they write about it? Oh, God. Please tell me who so I can read. I don't know if they wrote about their trauma. This chick named Emily Cochran and this guy named Nick Thanos. They're both like in their 20s. Nick Thanos? Thanos. Thanos. They covered, Nick, Nick doesn't anyway. They covered Cochran. So, congressional reporters. The story I got sucked into doing was like, I usually, I work for, I do investigative stuff, I usually do like longer term things, but I'm like, I got back to work on Monday, and the managing editor had a, a great idea that he could have had a month ago, which was like, 
we should we me and a colleague had done like a very like long seven thousand word story last year in February about like kind of the big lie about the stop and steal campaign, which is a very organized campaign. It wasn't like an organic one. He's like, Can we do like part two of that, like what's going on in the year since January sixteenth, kind of like memory holding it? Like maybe it's no big deal. Like, yeah, we can do that. It's a little quick turnaround, so we'll really be doing the last few days. That's the story. But sort of meeting. I'm like, you know, one of the issues here is that like on the Fox News of the world other elsewhere is that the less of a reaction, the less reaction to it in some places was so over the top that it gave the opening the right needed to start introducing the idea of well, these people are out of control. Like it's not a big deal as they're making it. Because they were making it too big a deal. They were making this organized thing that it wasn't. And that gave the opening for the lunatics on the right to be like, oh, well, nothing happened here. It was just a peaceful bunch of tourists, you know. And it's like, just, but nobody was here. Not as big of a deal as the media made it out to be? Well, that hasn't stopped Rosenberg from publishing his Part 2 article earlier this year describing the false narratives that circulate around January 6th in the events that unfolded. You know, we're the ones, not Fox, not Breitbart, who actually went and uncovered the fact that, like, there were a ton of FBI informants on the people who attacked the Capitol. That was us, not the right one not. You need the sources from within to dig into those places. You need the sources from within to dig into those places. It's especially over the CIA, so, okay. NSA, because like, if you work there, you get polygraphed every year, and you're asked if you spoke to a reporter. Your answer is anything but no, you're in deep trouble. You're often talking to former people who are talking to people who are still there. Okay, so you're, you're also talking to people who are recently left, who are still talking to people on the inside. So people on the inside cannot talk to Well, when you talk to uh, people who got arrested their family? Or their, their neighbors? There's just neighbors and stuff. Families usually don't want to talk, for good reason. Have you guys talked to anybody who's actually been arrested? Yeah, although most of them, the lawyers have told them not to talk, not talk to us. Like if, Why? If you're facing serious criminal charges, you probably the laughing you should just talk to a journalist. Unless there's like a very specific reason that you need, like, that some good come of it, like, there's no way you should talk to me. No good's gonna come of it. Why not? Anything you say can end up in court, and we just don't want to be addressed. I would Rosenberg is right. What good can come from speaking to a journalist who privately describes the events on January 6th as not a big deal, yet spins something entirely different for the world to read in his newspaper? Project Veritas has received letters from those incarcerated for being present that day. Voices that remain unheard describe a total lack of due process, spurred by the reactions, or in Rosenberg's words, overreaction of how those events were portrayed around the world by the media and politicians. Stay tuned for part two of the series as Rosenberg continues to delve deeper into the turmoil and inner workings at the New York Times, including a serious admission about the infamous Trump P-tapes. You definitely won't want to miss that. House arrest and even framed after being assaulted by the guards at his son's school, an elementary school, where teachers have assaulted his son and continued to coerce, badger, attempt to bribe, bully, intimidate, ostracize, and shame publicly a young, poor, minor child merely for not wearing a mask, even though the governor has already rescinded the mask mandate and declared the COVID emergency as over. I think we see a case of the petty tyrants on the left not wanting to let go 
of the very little bit of power that they have been given over the rest of the sheeple. Governors need to do more. They need to protect these children from the schools. One governor that's doing it right, at least for the most part, is once again DeSantis in Florida, allowing the use of off-label drugs for early treatment of COVID-19. Florida is now leading the pack in protecting people from the poison. According to researchers from Oxford, we're now seeing long-term impact on the brain, even with mild cases of COVID. Is COVID a brain-damaging bioweapon? Perhaps so. I don't know. It's too early to really be sure. But this particular flu apparently can make you lose gray matter, something most of us could use more of. Rochelle Walensky, the director at the CDC, is now saying that she learned about the effectiveness of vaccines from watching CNN. Hmm, kind of makes you wonder what the point of being the director of the CDC is if you're relying on the Clinton News Network for your medical advice. And if that isn't enough to make you want to leave the country, I don't know what is. This place is turning straight into a communist hellhole that will put you to death for a thought crime, or even a bad tweet. And speaking of angry tweets that make the left homicidal, President Trump's plane was forced to make an emergency landing after one of the engines failed shortly after takeoff. This is always a concern because, well, a lot of people in this world want him dead. So he is a target. We have to always assume the worst. And it isn't like it would be the first time. By my count, we're nearly at a dozen or so now. Attempts on President Trump's life, that is. Gas prices at an all-time high of 4.29 a gallon, up 11 cents a gallon in 24 hours. So by the time you hear this, it'll probably be up even more. Of course, America is rich in natural resources and we have the oil that we need. But our industry says, approve our permits because Biden won't let them work. This is sabotage. And of course, with Biden finally cutting imports from Russia, something that doesn't even go into effect for a couple of months anyway, sort of a moot point. And of course, Canada says the same thing. Their oil industry has already told the Biden regime that we're happy to fulfill all of America's needs and we're capable, but you have to reverse your stance and approve the Keystone XL pipeline, something the Biden administration destroyed and ruined with his first executive order in office. Putin is removing the hindrances that prevent people from using gold as money in Russia. The abolition of the VAT tax and other steps allow people to begin to buy and trade in gold and silver as money a little bit more, something that will help a lot to make Russia resilient in the face of the entire world virtually sanctioning them. Russia tells the United States, quote, we have found your biological weapons. End quote. This is from the director of the Information and Press Department of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of the Russian Federation. Her name, Maria Vladimirovna Zakharova, which, given the virtual confession already made by Victoria Nuland in Congress, we can have no doubt the United States was indeed conducting biological weapons research right there on the Russian border and in other countries that we haven't even figured out yet, like Taiwan which I'm sure will be a great excuse for China to invade. There's a lot more to this story coming. Russia is now accusing the United States of covering up violations of the 1972 Biological Weapons Convention, and they're asking that the international body strengthen the Bioweapons Treaty. The Biological Weapons Convention, or 
or Biological and Toxin Weapons Convention, is a disarmament treaty that effectively banned biological and toxin weapons by prohibiting their development, production, acquisition, transfer, stockpiling, and use, all of which the government in the Ukraine and the United States collaborating have done, just like with Wuhan. Every one of those labs is a potential Wuhan, except we're not talking about just a modified cold. Now we're talking about potentially modified deadly bioweapons like the plague and anthrax, which apparently nothing kills. Nothing kills it. Russian news Ria Novosti released documents that they claim show Ukraine was working on biological weapons near the Russian border. Specifically, salmonella, E. coli, anthrax, the plague, and more. Things that would make COVID-19 look like a walk in the park. A leftist activist in Minneapolis, Indiana, is hosting a sex ed summer camp. They go by the name Ashley Robertson, although you can never know if that was someone who was born a female or not at this point. And they want to teach 8 to 10 year olds about sex ideology, transgender theory, how to use condoms, and other things. This includes how to put them in different holes and what feels good, apparently. Actual quotes from the material promoting it include, quote, sex ed summer camps, end quote, quote, using condoms on all insertables, end quote, and, quote, explore sensations to discover what feels good, end quote. This being directed and advertised toward grades 3 to 5, children 8 to 10 years old. I hope you found this video to be of value. If you did, you know what to do. Like, share, subscribe and help me spread the word and save lives. If you want to support us and we're 100% listener funded, thank you, we appreciate you, we need your help, and we have options. You can shop Patriot with our Patriot sponsors at nemosnewsnetwork.com sponsors. Check out thegreatawakeningbooks.com or thegreatawakeningcoffee.com or my favorite, redpillliving.com. We have tons of options for everyone, something to love, quality products, interesting books, amazing gourmet coffee, including organics. You can't beat it while shopping Patriot and draining the digital swamp and supporting our message, which continues to piss off the fake news. They continue to put us in documentaries and smear pieces and all sorts of nasty things that they say about us because we're over the target, and you're the reason that we've been able to do that. So thank you all, and we'll see you on the next one. Nemos out.